Hi everyone and welcome back to Art to Ask Me Anything with Carl Boutte. Today I think Carl and I have a very exciting and topical conversation at hand. But Carl, first of all, how have you been? It's been a while. It has been a while, Arda, and uh, and yeah, been well. I mean, listen, we're, we have a parade in Montreal this week. We're very excited. Our Canadian Football League, which has mm-hmm. nothing to do with your football. It has to do with... <laughs> not soccer it's f- football but the canadian football yeah. league which is basically the second biggest football league after the nfl our montreal cinderella story uh won and uh and they were they were ranked last at the beginning of the season and they ended up winning you know the, the, the gray cup which uh by the way is one of the oldest sporting clubs probably after the british soccer or football ones but it's Damn. 110 years uh of of go- doing and uh yeah so we're really excited about that but I don't think that's our topic today. I, I was asking you, you know, if you had any interest in this whole open AI saga, which God knows there's a Netflix special coming around. Oh, I cannot uh, wait. It's going to be so good. <laughs> well, maybe hopefully we'll finally understand what the heck is going on here because it's been such a crazy couple of days and just, you know, TLDR for everybody. Uh, not going to give you any big bombs that hasn't already been out there. We don't know more than anybody else. But I thought it'd be fun just to kind of, from uh, a next gen perspective, try to maybe understand why the you know why we're all so focused on this story right now. You know, the business leader communities like you know this is top of mind, and we're all kind of as much as our collective wisdom is trying to figure this out. We're still uh, you know, kind of have a lot more questions than we have answers. But I think the idea here is why does this even matter? That's the conversation I'd like to have with you. Yeah. And you're right, I'm not going to say anything groundbreaking in this conversation, except if Netflix is watching and they want someone to play Mira Murati in the um, special, I happily will. I am Kosovan, she's Albanian, I think it'll be perfect. Um, But I'm very curious to see how you think this is going, because this feels like Facebook and happening in my day and age, which is really exciting. Yeah, well, I'm glad you came up with that parallel because I think it is uh, fitting. I mean, we've heard a lot more Steve Jobs parallels, which go even further back and mm. how he got ousted and came back and this whole Cinderella story of his own. Uh, but, uh, you know, so the people are trying to make those parallels, including just this morning in the New York Times. I mean, literally, if I turn on my phone right now, there's probably some new big story that came out with another hypothesis of what's happening here. But my first reaction in hearing the story when it happened, it was like, well, finally, uh, boards matter in sort of this fast moving break things, you know, uh, era, or is it the end of that era in the sense that now governance is sort of playing the role it always should have. And back to your Facebook analogy, which probably didn't in the way that social media was sort of let loose. And we were hoping for uh, better outcomes with AI, which I believe at least the scientific community is much more concerned about the impacts and the power that it might hold over society even more than social media. So when we saw this, we're like, oh my God. And the question is really, how was it managed? Uh, what are the lessons learned? Is this going to backfire? You know, my feeling is kind of going towards that now. At first, I was excited about the idea of governance mattering again. And now it looks, you know, it's indicating it might be poor governance, meaning how do they come to these decisions? This is not a small deal. I mean, this is not a, a startup in a garage that we're firing the CEO. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the most fundamental, greatest impact retail technology trends. Um, and, and the person sort of leading that who a week ago was on stage and we were all blown away by what, uh, you know, what Sam, Sam Altman was, the future that he was presenting and we're like, 
know, there, there we go. Here's our next, you know, here's our next tech hero. And now a couple of days later, it's like, no. And, and then there's all the back and forth and where is this going to actually go? And obviously we have Microsoft in here. We have some chairman of the board this morning that's talking about, you know, some other uh, issues. So we were, we're, you know, we're all still trying to grapple it. But I think the main takeaway so far is what is the role of governance in the age of fast moving technology? And can we learn anything from these? And can we put good governance in place to make sure that the development of these technologies is done in a way that's beneficial, yes, for the shareholders, but also the stakeholders, which is something I like to talk a lot about my, in my classes as well. Yeah, it's interesting that you're quite a fan of the current governance structure. I know at OpenAI, there's a lot of proponents for um, ethical usage and really being careful about the governance and how AI develops. So I find it kind of interesting. I find the public support or the support in the company quite interesting that 95% of staff are, are willing to resign unless he's brought back, in which case he's definitely not coming back to that same board structure. So, you know, maybe you were a fan, but might not last very long. Well, yeah, let me say I was a, I was a fan at the beginning of the courage that it took to even make a call like that, thinking, well, they must have some really strong reasons to do it you know you don't just go out and do something like this without being well prepared and well uh, have, have the right um, sort of legal uh, support and this is well thought out and now you know it sounds like that might not be the case so we're we're still trying to figure again still trying to figure it yeah. out there's different stories that keep coming out as to what the backstory is what the motivations that the board has but the way the so even if let's say the board was right here and they they they've come to the right conclusion and making these actions, the fact is, uh, while the actions themselves and the way they took them were not properly done, and then uh, we got excited even when we saw uh, Satya Nadella, the, the the CEO of Microsoft, sort of step in, who is by far their largest investor and business partner. We said, okay, finally there's an adult in the room <laughs> that's going to step in. And and sort of you know control this 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 chaotic situation, and and do what should have been done from the beginning. And we'd heard that he he was him and the Microsoft people are quite upset with how this all went out and the fact they weren't really even involved, which I think is maybe not a bad thing because I think they probably by design wanted to keep a certain arm's length up to this point. Now uh, that has changed, and then he came in and said, "Well, you know." These co-founders from OpenAI are going to come uh, work for us, and and then I guess they could basically take over all 710 of the 750 employees that have claimed that they're going to not yeah. report back if so if they really wanted to take it in uh, in house. But uh, but then now yesterday it sounded like well that's maybe not even sure anymore. So because I figure when somebody like Satya Nadella uh, says something. You know, it's pretty much done. And and again, now this saying, no, it's not done. So we're like, oh my God, I mean, what's what's happening here? And and it's it's being it's a bit exhausting, quite honestly. And you just kind of feel like, well, I just want to step away from the whole thing and just let yeah. it settle itself. But the challenge is this technology is so fundamental and the way that we're going to be developing a lot of other technologies in the future and how uh, especially Chat GPT and these co-pilots are going to sort of emerge. You can't just not pay attention to this if you're at all interested in how technology is evolving, the role it's going to play in our society, the role it's going to play in our business. So to sort of just kind of pretend like it doesn't, it's not even happening isn't the answer either. No, for sure. And I find it quite interesting from Microsoft's position. As far as I know, they own 
And so to now also take over, I'm sure for them, it feels a bit like they've invested and now maybe they're losing money, but they're potentially gaining money. And also from my understanding, would they just create a whole new um, kind of competitor to chat GBT? And it's interesting, like Microsoft could could either become like front runner in this game of AI or, you know, they will return back to open AI, in which case I guess Microsoft is still still involved and still winning to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting point. And, and I think we were trying to figure out the differences already between OpenAI and Microsoft because they were seen to be more and more ingrained, as you point out, with that 49% ownership. And it sounds like it's the other owners that are actually um, pushing for Sam and Greg to come back because they're saying, no, no, we don't want this just to, to swing over to Microsoft. Like we've invested a lot of money in this and we need to, uh, and we need to think it through. The other thing we're not talking a lot about, uh, well, it's getting some coverage, is even the purpose of this company from the get-go was supposed to, the reason it was called Open AI, it was, it was supposed to be this nonprofit that was sort of going to surveil the evolution of AI and make sure that back to governance, there was good governance around how the technology was going to be developed. Probably, again, another reason why this story is so important. And although I'm far from being a fan of Elon Musk, if anything, quite the opposite, he did sort of raise a flag a while back because he was one of the first investors in OpenAI. And he said, I invested in this because I believed that we needed, and I don't know how far he's applying that in his personal businesses, but that he sort of saw the need for an organization to kind of be a third party in this whole AI evolution. And now I think that's part of the backstory. And I guess what I'll leave off with, Art, I think the sort of the key lesson in a lot of these dramas as we're looking for like one element we're often looking for sort of what is what was the thing that sort of made this all blow up and to use a tragic analogy but you know i remember reading from malcolm gladwell so when a plane crashes it's rarely because of one engine just blowing up and the plane just crashing right away it's a bunch of factors that weren't taken into consideration whether Yes, mechanical, human error. And it's usually whenever they go back and analyze why, you know, this, this plane crash, they recognize there's probably like an, on average 10 to 12 things that went wrong along the way. So to bring that back to business, I think as we unpack this, and there are already stories that this is going way back, there's egos involved. Yes, there's some technology. Maybe there are some uh, conflicts of interest. There's, so there's a lot of different factors that what happened on Friday for that sort of to be the final the drop, you know, that made the uh, that made the th- made it made it overflow. That's maybe what we're looking to hear. But the reality is, is there was obviously a lot of different dynamics, and in life and in business, I think it's important to recognize that these sort of big uh, events tend to happen from a combination of a lot of factors that makes it very complex and something that doesn't necessarily make for a good headline in a social media feed. Well, I'm very curious to see how it unfolds further. I know the commercialization of technology like AI is is definitely going to get some people's interest swinging. So I'm curious who else will try to get their foot in the door, try to get involved. Maybe, you know, there's some players that are, are seeing Microsoft having quite a good amount of power here and wondering where they can step in if possible. But yeah, I'm curious to see how it develops and if OpenAI kind of returns to its initial co-founders. And I'm most interested in saying, you know, once the dust settles on this, what are the lessons we learn? How can we improve uh, the way we operate and think about the future of technology and, and putting it in the right frame and putting the right people in place as well to make sure that those frames are respected? So 
lots to unpack Arda I'm sure there'll be many more uh, stories to come but I thought it would be a fun one to discuss I appreciate your perspective thank you everyone for watching bye for now